Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you're using, and we are live. YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. That's right. Hello, tadpoles. How are we doing? Nailed it. Yes. Tadpoles. It's only been, what, three months now? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, Hit that subscribe, whatever app you're using, YouTube, podcast, all that fun stuff. Uh, Hello. Welcome. It's a Sunday. It's 2 p.m. Eastern time. We're recording this. It's the Frogs Day. Mm-hmm. Leap, leap my frog. Uh, we're recording this, and then uh, we're, we're jetting off afterwards to... The Opera House. We're shooting off. Yeah, we're going to be on our worst behavior yeah. for GCW in Toronto after this. So uh, some thoughts on this probably the probably on Tuesday on Up Next. We'll give Absolutely, some, yeah. some little live uh, notes from this show. So yeah, fun day for uh, us. How, how far back are we standing? Are you, are you one in... Uh, blood on you today? Are you wanting light tube dust in your yeah, eyes today? Yeah, I need to go home. Or are we just chilling a little further back? If I don't have thumbtacks in my shoes by the end of the show, like, what's the point of even going? All right, that's where we're at, so, is it? Okay. Yeah. No, I think, uh, <laughs> I think the, the back is fine. I like the back, yeah. yeah. I'm not too much into blood. Mm. On getting it on me, watching no. it, you know, it's fine. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go to GCW and, and have some, some fun there in their first Toronto show. Mm. So we're super excited about that. So, uh, yeah. We're, we're having a fun day. Lots of wrestling these next few weeks. We've got a lot going on. Lots of wrestling. Yeah, be sure to follow us and all the, the socials and stuff if you don't already, because the next little while is, is going to be go, go, go. It's WrestleMania season, which means people are super uh, into wrestling right now. It's the hottest it's ever been, it feels like, for quite a long time, at least. I mean, once you have a huge WrestleMania match, main event, everyone just, like, Everything kind of else seems okay in a weird, strange world. I feel like not as hyped for manias in the past few years. Definitely. Really? Like, 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 uh, the past few years, a few different manias. I've not, you know, certain, certain things, but this one, I'm like, okay. Oh, sorry. You are the most. Yeah. Hyped. Yeah. Oh, I am the me most. Me too. Hyped. Absolutely. Sorry, yeah. I think they've got the, the biggest main event they've had for, yeah. for years. Um, and I think there's, we'll get into the build for some of it because I'm not, thrilled about some of the build for the other matches right. but i think on paper a lot of the matches look pretty pretty good this year oh and yeah as we saw last year last year was maybe a a weaker card that actually really over delivered like i voted i think night one my my pay-per-view of the year last year so it was good i i'm really excited for this one yeah wrestlemania season's in full effect and we'll, we're gonna dive into everything going on in the world of wrestling today uh, but if you are in the Toronto area, GTA area, well, WrestleMania weekend, we're throwing a poison party, baby. WrestleMania two-night watch party at Gabby's downtown Toronto, King Street West, uh, poisonrana.ca for our landing page for all the links to everything there. But we're going to be hanging out both nights of Mania downtown Toronto at your bar. Yep. And we're taking over, and it's going to be – we're going to have all the screens playing wrestling. We're going to have trivia. We have some crazy prizes. The prizes just keep coming in. Like a week ago, I said the prizes were crazy. Yeah. The, 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 the prizes are even crazier now. And lots of opportunities to win stuff. Yeah. So absolutely come along. Um, it's going to be really fun. Uh, we're taking over the bar um, and uh, I know you had a lot of success last year when when you hosted this at Sneaky D's. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I think, it's an an even better setup. We've got a lot of screens, lots of it, um, lots of opportunities to to mingle and and have some fun. Uh, we've got some great uh, cocktails 
uh, on the go wrestling themed drinks. The Samoan Spike. Uh, the Samoan Spike, yes. The the classic Poison Rana cocktail as well. Um, it, it's going to be great. Don't don't wait too long. Don't wait till it's too late and have it sold out and not have a seat with a view. Uh, get your tickets, poisonrana.ca. We still have a few combo tickets left, which saves you a little bit of money if you want to come for, for both nights. Buy that combo ticket. What are you waiting for? Yeah, don't show up at eight either. Last no. year, people showed up at eight like, oh, where can I sit? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, also, we want to watch the show. So <laughs> yeah. like, don't, don't be messing us around yeah. during, like, you know, Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew. Like, I'm going to be sitting down yeah. slamming some bangers after bangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So we're going to have a, a party. And, uh, well, it's not going to be the only party we're throwing this year. Oh, no. Because if you know us, we live the gimmick. We love, we love hanging out and mm. doing these fun things. And, I mean... WrestleMania is not coming to our town, so we had to throw on our own party to a watch party. Mm. But there is a certain... Are we getting into this now? Have we finished the plugs? I mean, we haven't finished the plugs, but I mean, this is just the precursor to... If you're thinking of making the trip to Toronto in a few months, be rest assured... We're throwing a party. We'll have you sorted in yeah, June. Yeah. June 24th, June 25th, we're, we're going to have you covered. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be okay. Everyone's going to be okay. It's going to be insane. But yeah, uh, WrestleMania Watch Party, look forward to that. We will be at the Awesome Toy Show next Sunday. So we probably won't be going live next Sunday because we're going to be busy hosting a 2K tournament at the Awesome Toy Show. AwesomeToyShow.ca. It, uh, it just recently moved venues. I, I don't have it open there, but go to the website there. It's, it's not too far from the original yeah, venue. Yeah, demand's but, been high for yeah. this tournament, so we've moved, <laughs> yeah, we've moved right. to a, a bigger venue. Yeah, you want a chance to go to WrestleMania or $200 cash prize uh, and, and plus some other stuff as well. We're going to be hosting this 2K23 tournament, and it's going to get – uh, Ugly. It's going to get really <laughs> ugly. It's going to get heated for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to go to this thing. There's going to be uh, – Chris Van Vliet is going to be there as well doing a Q&A, uh, a few Impact wrestlers, and then like lots of toys. And I know Comic-Con right now is happening, just happening right outside at, our, at moment, our house, yeah. our apartment right now. But uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to be doing some, some digging on some old figures next weekend. But yeah, if you're in the Toronto area, awesome toy show. We will be there. And as Braden said, uh, no live Poison Rana next week. We, we have no idea how long this thing's going to go on for. We will put something up on this feed. Yeah, maybe something. Uh, probably like our, our kind of thoughts on the event and obviously cover any sort of big stories. So yeah, uh, we have lots of stuff going on and we're super excited. So yeah, follow all the socials, especially the Instagram. We still only have like 200 people. I know we have more than 200 Everyone people. Everyone has Instagram these go days. Go follow us. Your nan has Instagram. Yeah, tell her to follow us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we've had a bunch of, uh, free stuff this, uh, last week or so on this very feed. Uh, I put out just a week ago an interview with Jesse V, who was just in the main event of Super Kicked that happened this Friday, uh, in Toronto. So poor poor one out. He lost the title. He did. Yeah. He didn't retain, unfortunately. So, um, go and listen to that. Uh, also had, uh, new episodes of What Up Doe with Sino and B Detroit. Uh, where they talk about, you know, uh, hip hop in wrestling, video games, all pop culture, as well as a bit of wrestling chat there. Those two have fantastic chemistry. I love listening to that show. My new favorite show. Um, as well as you just put out an episode of Detox with, uh, Jordan Goodman, which is, a uh, very personal episode this week, I'd say, with, uh, Jordan going through, um, uh, a loss uh, in his family uh, and talking a bunch about that. But also don't, don't worry. Like they go off the walls as well and talk <laughs> about, you know, horses, penises and stuff. What? So, we would never. Uh, so uh, great. Listen, 
between Jordan and Braden there. Uh, yeah, lots of lots of shows. We have you covered for those long drives, those commutes, those walks, those hot showers, whatever it is that you do listen to. Check out all the free shows. But if you do like us even more, patreon.com slash poisonrana. This week, uh, what did we do? We did a review of Tango and Cash last week, which was fun because I know Kurt Russell just turned 72 mm-hmm. on St. Patrick's Day. And if St. Patrick's Day is your jam, we just did Leprechaun 3. Oh, yes. We we sat through this 90-minute film and talked all about it. So we, we put out the schedule, and then it was like, what, last Sunday after Poison Runner? And I was like, Brayden. St. Patrick's Day. You realize St. Patrick's Day is coming up. We, we've got we've to continue the yeah, tradition. We've got to. So. I didn't drink a Guinness this year, but I did record a review about Leprechaun in Vegas. Yeah, so it counts. Yeah, yeah. Lep- <laughs> Leprechaun's in Vegas. That was a great review. So that's up on the Patreon. It is WrestleMania season. Next week, we're going to be reviewing WrestleMania 19 mm. as fan member patron Jake from the Windy City has picked WrestleMania 19, I think, is one of his favorites. I think it's many people's it's favorites. It's one of my favorites, yeah. and I haven't seen it for a while, so I'm quite looking forward to this one. So get your feedback in for that next week. We'll be recording this coming up on Wednesday. But we just did a WrestleMania yeah. review with John Cena. We had our buddy on, our executive producer, if you will, and he he wanted to chat about this show that he says not enough podcasts have covered, which he's he is it is true. Not a lot of people have covered this, meaning John Away haven't even talked about yeah. it. The, uh, only, the only podcast. Yeah, exactly. Has, That's yeah. the only ones I listen to. Uh, so, Sino was at this event, WrestleMania 11, from Hartford, Connecticut. We get some some deep info on his 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 travels there, how he got there, how he missed the Allied Powers against the Blue Twins. Yeah, <laughs> like I'd be gutted. Gutted. I, I have a friend who decided to go for a toilet break when the streak was broken. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'd be more mad about. Uh, missing the end of the streak or missing... Oh, my God. Uh, what, Eli Blue and... Dude, that was Ze- so much. Remember you were at a takeover once and you, like, called me. And I'm like, oh, my God, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. You're like, huh? I'm what? in the washroom. I'm, I'm like, piss. you just missed Undisputed Era's debut. Missing the streak? Oh, my God. What a bad time to go piss. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, Sino comes on and we chat with him about the forgotten WrestleMania. NFL versus WWF, mm. if you will. Um, Jonathan Taylor right Thomas. Right here. We're waiting for you. We're yeah, here. We're here. We're, we're here. here. Uh, Pamela Anderson. What else? We just go off on the 90s, really. 1995 was uh, a great year, but not so much for wrestling. And also, who would win in a fight between Macaulay Culkin and, uh, sorry, what's the name? JTT? JTT. Right. Look at that. You're calling him on his <laughs> short. Because I literally couldn't remember his name. It's like, is it Jason? Is it Jacob? The flow. The golden yeah. flow. Yeah. That was a great podcast. And Sino is fantastic. So go check that out on our Patreon. It's only five bucks a month to become a friend. And you get access to everything we're talking about. But access to everything in that back catalog. All the different podcasts out there. And, uh, yeah. Podcasting a lot. Right, shall we dive into the show? Yes, let's dive into some some stuff that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Well, let's start off with something you've already alluded to, and that is Forbidden Door 2. Uh, AEW announced this week that uh, they're going to embark on a Canadian tour um, with, obviously, kind of the, the headline being Forbidden Door taking place in Toronto. Uh, we can literally see the venue uh, right now, as we're recording this show, it's very close, right in the heart of downtown at the Scotiabank, um, as well as doing uh, events in like Saskatoon, in Edmonton, and a, a special uh, house show, house rules show at the Saddle Dome in Calgary as part of the Calgary Stampede. Uh, I can imagine them trying to play off a lot of uh, nostalgia from the Canadian Stampede, uh, one of the highest oh, yeah. regarded WWF pay-per-views back in the day. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're live right now. <laughs> well, you should be. <laughs> I see the chat being like, hey, where are you guys? Where's the feedback? Uh, I don't see anything wrong right now. Weird. Can you hear us? Uh oh. You hear us? I I don't think we're we're live right now. Should be. There's... Oh no. It says waiting. Oh, there we go. There's a delay. Okay, we're okay. Okay, Magan, you're 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 messing with us. I saw Megan say, hey, what's what's going on? So, so. Megan's internet there, I think. <laughs> or maybe uh, it was ours. I don't yeah, know. Every, no, everything seems good on our end. But uh, yes, uh, Forbidden Door 2, as well as this Calgary uh, show, pretty pretty big news. And I think, uh, I think, deserved. We were a little little disappointed, I think, with the the Canadian output last year. Uh, and this is definitely a make good and super excited for Forbidden Door. Yeah, not only Forbidden Door being announced for Toronto, Scotiabank, which is a huge like venue here they did not run this venue last time this is what wwe runs their pay-per-views at so that's you know it's a bit bigger than kind of but this is the venues they run in the states they run some pretty big Mm. ones right but doing a whole tour of canada and i think i think uh we've seen this in in recent years with with both companies but going to markets that are underserved We've just had the Winnipeg show this week and like that crowd in that main event was so hot. Yeah. And I think going to places like, uh, you know, Edmonton where they don't get hit so much anymore. Uh, Calgary for sure, uh, barely gets a go. Uh, yeah. Saskatoon and Saskatchewan and all that. I think it's good. I think you're going to have really like rabid fans at these tapings that, uh, just haven't really been exposed to live wrestling too much yeah how many times can you go to chicago right like how many times can you go to the same places that they keep going to it's like no wonder the crowds are not that excited because why would they be right so when you do open up to different places i'm sure that it like gets these there's got to be some people just waiting so thirsty to just go and support something that they love watching like every week and and uh, to kind of see them with the success of Winnipeg, like that crowd was super hot. Of course, you have Jericho and Kenny and Don Callis being the the homeboys and like getting help getting that big reaction. But it felt it felt special, and it it, it came across that way on TV. And and now with this whole like tour of like you know Saskatoon, like that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and and closer to home, they're doing a dynamite in Hamilton. Yeah, so we're fully intending on uh, attending both Forbidden Door and the Hamilton Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, we will, if if you know us from previous events, we try our best to, to throw a bit of a party. Right. So uh, keep your eyes out because we're absolutely going to have plans for pre and post parties for uh, absolutely uh, Forbidden Door, but maybe something in Hamilton as well for Dynamite. Yeah, we're definitely going to be going to both those things. We were looking at flights to Calgary for that stampede. Not that cheap, mm. but it is during the stampede, yeah, which I've always wanted to go fun. to, but I just don't know. But uh, Forbidden Door, yeah, that whole weekend, I can rest assured, Toronto's going to be bumping with some wrestling. So I think it's time to get carried away and maybe start trying to book some some dream matches for this show. Yeah. La- last year's show was one of the best shows of the year. Uh, many people voted it their show of the year. The build, not so much. I mm-hmm. hope we get a few corrections on that this year. Maybe a, a little less, you know, eight-mans and six-mans and, and some real kind of proper singles feuds is what I'm looking for. I still think you're going to get these, like, eight-mans and, mm. and stuff like that. Which were but, fun. Which last were year, really fun. But, like, maybe try and build them up a little better this time. Around. I mean, is the, is the, like, the big one people are holding out for the rematch? Omega, Osprey, two... 
Could that potentially happen? So you're saying Meltzer apparently reported that that's a possibility? Yeah, yesterday on the the Observer, they were saying like, hey, they are looking into maybe doing that match. I know Osprey is injured right now, but... I I think that's... uh, I think that makes sense. I had a feeling when the Tokyo Dome one was booked, it'd be like, well, you can have this if we can have this. Right. Um, I find it curious that we haven't had any update about AEW in London. That was mentioned in November. We're right. talking five months ago. Oh, yeah. That show was mentioned. And with Osprey being a big British import, yeah. I wonder if maybe Forbidden Door at one point was discussed for London. Yeah. That's just me theorizing here. Yeah, yeah. I could totally see Osprey getting his win over Kenny in London of being a thing. It, we're now on Kenny's home turf in, yeah, yeah. in you know... Winnipeg's neighbor, Toronto. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'd absolutely love to see that match. Um, if Danielson is, he did that, I'm going home promo last week. I think if he wanted a bit of a, a rest, Zack Sabre Jr. running his mouth and calling him out and calling him out and bringing him out, out of his sort of kayfabe retirement right. to face him, that, that match needs to happen. That has to be the we match. We needed to have that. There's, we were meant to have that last year. It has to be the match. Like, just, just because it's been built and teased for so long, like, just that's, that's naturally easily. I, I think we could, everyone could agree that's probably the only surefire match that's actually happening. Like, that we could go, okay, well, that one's going to be happening. Where, like, other ones, it's like, okay, well, who does the champ, who does MJF face, yeah. right? Like, is it MJF Okada? Is it champ versus champ? They did not do that last year. I, I can see them doing the same thing as they did last year with having both defended separately. So it's Tanahashi versus MJF. It could be Tanahashi again. Um, who who would the other options be? Like, who who makes most sense character-wise against uh, MJF? I guess it would be a Tanahashi, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, the, the wrestling purist, uh, super baby face. Yeah. Um, that that kind of makes sense. Tana getting another shot. Yeah, MJF just beating up Tana would be the, yeah. the, the thing. Okada... Um, Versus last year, Okada did the four way that mm. uh, unfortunate injury with Adam Cole. But Okada versus uh, anyone else on this like roster, really? Um, yeah, you could big enough could name. do a multi man again. I guess um, I'm trying to think. Your your main guys a bit would be Hangman, would be Adam Cole, um, would be of your. I don't really see any of the pillars necessarily challenging um, Okada. Um, yeah. Okada, yeah, is more of a question mark for me. Yeah, that's. I mean, last year they just randomly threw him in this because it's like, well, we can get him on the card and he, he doesn't need to lose. He's not losing, right? The other thing is, uh, if Punk is coming back, do you go to <laughs> Punk Tanahashi? Because they teased that last year. Because they were meant to have that last year. I don't think we see Punk. Or would you have Punk challenge Okada? Yeah, I mean, just I feel like that's a waste of Okada. <laughs> punk? Like, he's not huge. losing. He's not losing. He's Who? the champ. Okada. Okada. And you wouldn't have Punk lose, so. there's. I don't think, I, I would not see I, that. I could see, I could see Punk losing. Or getting screwed out to set up an angle uh, within AEW. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what about your likes of, like, Shingo? Do you see him more so in a multi-man or? See, there's someone, like, a sh- if they don't go to Osprey Omega, which I do think they should go to that rematch, it's just, that would... That would just blow people's minds again. But Shingo versus Omega would be pretty cool. A Shingo versus 
MJF would also be pretty cool if that like that's the fact. I know Shingo's not really in that title picture right now, but um, and Shingo is someone who can lose. I yeah, think. exactly. That's how New Japan kind of does it. They would not just book Okada to lose a match. That's just not something they do. Uh, I see Orange Cassidy definitely having Ishi Orange match. Cassidy. Ishi Orange Cassidy Chaos members. Um, uh, Shibata Orange Cassidy rematch. <laughs> That would be good. Get Mike Tyson back um, for commentary. Shibata is facing... Yuta. Yuta. Wheeler right? on Ring of Honor. Yeah, Pay-Pay, which that sounds, sounds pretty, awesome. pretty good. Yeah, for uh, sure. Still not being booked in New Japan, which is interesting. In, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, dream matches for Forbidden Door. Let them let them come in at us, if you will, because like there's so many different potentials now. And Aussie Open so- FTR is something I'd, I'd do. You there's had, no you other had the teams. show in London, have it on a bigger stage. Uh, Aussie Open starting to have a few... AW appearances when they're not kind of busy in Japan. Yeah. Um, so that would be something. Just five guys versus QTV. Sure. Five yeah. Guys, five, just five guys. I mean, like a, uh, you've got your, your champions are probably going, going to be on it. So like a powerhouse Hobbs could see maybe a, like a Jeff Cobb, like a, just a bit of a Hoss fight there. Yeah. Um, you've got, uh, your potential sort of, uh, New Japan women's division now crossover with stardom. Monet. Perhaps Monet. Monet. Uh, she, she made some references about the show she, the other yeah, day. Yeah, she asked, when, when is the date? I could see <laughs> Monet Britt Baker. You could have two women's matches and then Jamie could defend against like a, a Mayu or a Suri or okay. a Julia or something like that. Interesting. Could be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Julia, Jamie Hayter would be good. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, any of those. Horses, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Any of those those big names, like the 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 powerful power wrestlers there, they have some. That could be pretty sweet. Um, I, I'm I'm super excited. Obviously, this being announced for our back our backyard here, we're we're hyped. But this is only in a few months in later June. So yeah, we're gonna be going to a lot of wrestling this year. The Canadian tour, and I'm sure we got some Canadian listeners out there. Let let us know what uh, shows you're hitting up this. Summer. It's just it's like when uh, I was listening to. A detox the other day and you saying when you know bands are announcing all their yeah. kind of summer tours it and is. stuff and Now's that's it's getting me excited oh a nice june pay-per-view i'm gonna be in my shorts gonna be in my watermelon, watermelon shirt. shirt uh it's gonna be great we're gonna have some bevies we're gonna go and see some wrestling yeah exactly so uh start booking now yeah if you're, if you're thinking about it yeah accommodation in the city is expensive yeah. so don't leave it too late especially in the summer uh if you're thinking of coming down get a group together get an airbnb Get in now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're super hyped, and we will again. Going, getting closer. We we're we're cooking something up for that week well, in the six. Let's go to a bit of AEW Dynamite, which kicked off this week with a rebar mitzvah. MJF kind of uh, being rebar mitzvahed. Sorry, I don't know the the proper term. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Uh, this was this was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, MJF doing his best, uh, Aubrey Graham here getting rebar mitzvah. He comes out with the, the ladies on his arms, the white and blue balloons, the, the suit, the outfit. <clears throat> Everything was just awesome with this. The did visuals were good. Do they call them the chosen ones or something? Ran in with the chairs. So did the, the chair dance and then hoisting MJF in the air. Um, yeah, I love this. He then swapped out his, uh, uh, what's it called? The the skull cap? Yeah. Or the uh the Burberry like bucket like, hat. 
like Jamiroquai. Yeah, the fuzzy bu- bucket hat, which is just popular in wrestling right now. Ridiculous. Uh, a lot of fun here. Uh, coming out with, um, I mean, he had strippers at his, his actual, actual bar mitzvah. Actual well, Coming out with some, some lovely ladies uh, for this before being interrupted by the pillars. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were saying last week on this show, like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if they interrupted mm-hmm. him? And that's exactly the way they went with it. Uh, I mean, the, before they interrupted, I was loving the segment. To see the visual of him getting thrown in the air, it was just so mm-hmm. funny. But then, yeah, uh, these three guys coming out. And I thought everyone sounded good. Me too. Like, I thought even Sammy Guevara had his digs and got in there. I like Sammy Guevara. I just don't tell people. I Sammy's like Sammy recircumcision line was good. It's, it's weird. Cause he is a heel. So yeah. he kind of, he kind of was getting like good reactions for the first time in forever. And then was still like, yeah, but fuck you. And guys. then he's like, and these dumb Canadians. Boo. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I thought jungle boy sounded really, everyone like clearly like planned out some, some lines, some yeah. singers there. And I, it was almost like the roast of MJF. I thought Darby really stood out, though. I really liked his promo. We don't see him do a lot of those promos. If he ever talks, it's usually in, like, backstage or Mm. pre-edited kind of stuff. So to see him talk with a live mic was different. I think he's good. He's got a very different style, but it's very, like, authentic to him. Mm -hmm. um, And kind of uh, sort of saying about, you know, these grown-ass wrestlers complaining and bitching about their contracts and stuff. And like, well, I'm going to be here forever, and I want that gold. Yeah. Um, he's, He's definitely the the most elevated of the three. I think I think they've done a good job with him and with Jungle Boy of kind of like Jungle Boy beating Christian. Yeah, it makes sense. Now yeah. he's got his sights on gold. Sammy, I think, could have done better work with him in the last few months. He's been very much like just faction fodder. Yeah. I think if this was more so off the back of his TNT title run, there'd be more of a claim. Um, but I think, do, do you see this as... Uh, double or nothing or do you see this as a tv i see this as a big tv main event that they set up possibly like in a few weeks and leading to something i i, I mean if it is the double or nothing match too cool but i would imagine that there's another main event at that show well, you'll have likely an anarchy in the arena at double or nothing okay, as well yeah. which could possibly uh which we'll get into i'm i'm super into this match yeah. I, I love all four of these guys ever since started watching aw they've been four characters i've loved to to watch so now in one match against each other yeah and these three guys have had my favorite mjf matches all three well. have fought him yeah right? all yeah. three have had incredible matches with mjf yeah um the derby one being my favorite but he's had a couple of really good ones with jungle boy had that uh, great one with uh, Sammy Guevara on TV. Yeah. I think this match will be awesome. All these guys helped elevate MJF to yeah. the next level, right? He did the same, but he's definitely the one that, that you know, st- stepped up out of the thing. But I think all four of them could put on a pretty great match. And and leading up to it, maybe some more promos, maybe some matches and, and things like that. Like, I think giving You could Sam- always run some singles matches yeah. to, like, Gives, get here. and Get Sammy some some heat there. Like, yeah. have Sammy do something that, that kind of, you know, thinks gets him put in that position. But I think having the match uh, is, is awesome and would help everyone. I loved how Jungle Boy was like, yo, Max, you never even wrestled on Dark. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> He's like, he didn't bro, even do Rampage. He's like, bro, I don't even watch Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the one of the worst digs. You you haven't wrestled on Elevation. I'm like, sorry, is that one of their shows again? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, I, it's more putting out as yeah. like being a company guy, yeah, right? Yeah. And doing those matches. I, I'm super excited for this match whenever it does happen. But I loved this whole segment. This it was. A, you don't often have the sort of 20-minute 
uh, speaking opener for, exactly. for Dynamite. And I think this was one that really worked. Um, we mentioned the other week about uh, Goldberg looking for his retirement match. Well, before the retirement, I think he needs to be rebar mitzvahed as well. I think that would be a fantastic segment to I set think, up Goldberg's final match. Yeah, MJF has, uh, 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 I was going to say surpassed. I was going to say circum-something. Yeah. Cir- cir- uh, Bill Goldberg as the, the all-time Jewish world champion. The only thing I wish is if this was a different company... Paul Heyman being involved oh, with this absolutely. would be fucking gold. Am, am I, like, imagine that pairing, Paul Heyman and, and MJF. Like, they don't need each other at all. But but it would be amazing. Everyone else, just run. Just don't show up to work if those two yeah. words. Like, in some weird multiverse, Paul Heyman is uh, the, what, the... <laughs> the rabbi at the rebar mitzvah yeah. of MJF. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. When MJF is in WWE in like 2030, like, we'll have that. Teaching him reading the Torah, like that kind of thing. <laughs> would be beautiful, beautiful stuff that yeah. we need to Mazel. see. Uh, we then uh, kicked off with a, a match between the Blackpool Combat Club, made up of uh, Claudio, John Moxley, and Wheeler Utah, taking on a ret- uh, returning Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, and Adam Hangman Page in the Dark Order. Uh, Grayson... After this match being signed, he is once again all elite. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was a, a fantastic trio between these two. Oh, man. This match was awesome. And I mean, watching this, you, I, I don't speak for everyone, but I, I know we were watching. And we were like, man, like, why did this guy ever leave? This guy's fantastic. Yeah. And to see, uh, actually, he's, we've re-signed him. It's like, yeah, that's the right move. Like, uh, he is just so good. He was on fire. He was the standout in this match. And... Uh, all the way to the end, him and Mox. Yeah, during the match, you said, oh, just book Mox and Grayson, and, and they, they have yeah. for, for this Wednesday, which should be really good. Um, but yeah, continuing this uh, BCC, uh, like Hangman Page, Dark Order feud, BCC now fully heel. The thing is, they're heel because like they're doing bad guy stuff, but you know, you take this to any city in Canada this summer who've not seen wrestling or these stars in a long time. You're you're cheering Mox and Cesaro. It de- I mean, it's a star level thing, isn't it? Yeah. It depends who they're up against. I think when they're up against a big baby face like a Hangman Page, I could see them, once Adam Cole starts wrestling again, I can see these guys getting booed. When they're like, you know, on Rampage taking on like private party butchering the blade like that level of people yeah. they are 100 percent getting cheered so like i love i love this match and I- i'm guessing that the hangman mox thing is continuing and we're kind of like huh that's weird that that would when things might make a bit more sense later mm. in- at the by the end of the episode still not fully but then still our not fully uh, but we can see yeah what time of year it is and where we tend to go at this time of year yeah um we also had a debut and someone else being made all elite with Taya Valkyrie, uh, Jade Cargill doing her uh, whack-ass Canadian Open challenge, um, uh, starting with N- Nicole Matthews. Yeah, Nicole Matthews. Got absolutely murdered. Yeah, which which is a shame. I know she hasn't wrestled in quite a while, but she used to be, uh, well, she still is like a ind- Canadian indie kind of star that's been doing it for quite a while. I've watched her quite a few times. Big, big, big fan. I think she was also in, what, one of the Mae Young Classics? If I'm not mistaken, I believe so. Yeah, but she got absolutely squashed here, which you knew that wasn't just the was person. to set up yeah. something else. And yeah, Ty Valkyrie coming out to challenge Jade. So Tony Khan said, "I did it, guys. I signed Money." Yes, 
Too bad it was Frankie. Yeah. Frankie Monet. Frankie Monet just just made the wrong wrong signing here. I got a question. Where the fuck is her dog? True. What was her dog's name? Fuck. Oh, my brain can't go with that. Please help there was us. Only, there was only so much memory in my brain yeah, for her name, Frankie Monet. Yeah. But I can't remember the dog. But wasn't that the dog highlights of NXT for weeks? Yeah, the, the promos <laughs> for Frankie. So, Taya Valkyrie in, in, in AEW? Yeah, uh, I'm down. I'm... I'm not the biggest fan of Tyre's wrestling. Uh, she is solid. She is a, a vet, which yeah. I think having more veterans in, in the AW Women's is good. What I think she's good is she's a very comfortable character. Like, she knows her character very well. She's a very comfortable promo. And I think putting her in this uh, TBS division rather than the main women's division is a good idea because Jade hasn't had a meaningful feud for quite a while. It It tends to be just a challenge of the week and squashing someone to rack up those wins so i think i think tyre and uh jade could actually have some really fun back and forth segments together uh before going to the match which i would still assume jade would go over yeah um yeah not not a bad signing from AEW because the women's division still needs work and i i think especially in kind of the jade verse she needs strong characters to be facing up against yeah someone like this makes sense and yeah jade can go over and I, at this point i still think it's statlander who's the one who's eventually beats They've her, name right? dropped her a couple of yeah. times as well haven't they i hope she comes back because she i'm a big fan of her but yeah uh does this mean maybe we'll get uh johnny dynamite showing back up here yeah he he came but he wasn't all elite was he he came double or nothing yeah. last year although i loved whatever he's doing at triple a his the last triple mania i watched with john john morrison he he has a new name and he has like a new in- entrance and like right. he, he looked the best he's looked in a long time so uh maybe we do see him return do you, do you see this uh stretching to double or nothing tyre and jade probably not but because uh, we're, we're what two months away i think from from double or nothing. Does the TBS title even need a pay-per-view slot? It didn't last time. Didn't last time, but we did have the hour-long Iron Man match. Oh, yeah, so sure. I would expect more matches yeah. booked for double or nothing. True, yeah. And then we have uh, the first ever defense of the international championship. Orange Cassidy versus uh, Jeff Jarrett in his first AEW singles match. Yes, Jeff Jarrett. Staying relevant as ever and still making wrestling fans mad, happy, feeling all the emotions. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we we just did a review of WrestleMania 11 on our Patreon this week. And on that show is Intercontinental Champion Jeff Jarrett facing Razor Ramon. I mean, Jeff Jarrett, one of the most iconic IC champions, I think, of all time. One of the best. When yeah. you think of the IC title, he's definitely up. He's, better, he's probably... Four on that list or something like that. Jericho to me. Well, so. Also making it more famous by having to like what lose it to China before right. moving right. to yeah. WCW with the whole times. like pay dispute thing. Yeah. So like again, so now having the sorry, what's it called? The AEW Shazam Shadow of the Fury Gods. Fury of the Gods yeah, International Championship. Yeah, so uh, I I thought this was a pretty fun match and call me crazy, but I was rooting for double J just because I think it would get people even more heated. By the end of it, I was like, okay, no, Orange Orange the champ. Let him retain. I've seen a lot of criticism for this match, for yeah. all the smoke and mirrors, but for me, it worked. Yeah, and it I had fun. such a fun time watching this. I, I'm in the camp who enjoyed the Triple H Sting match <laughs> because of the bells and whistles and all that. Like, I thought it was ridiculous, but yeah. I had so much fun watching it. And I kind of felt the same with this. It was overbooked as fuck. You had, like, two ref bumps. You had 
Satnam, guitar shots. You had Satnam and Jay. Like you had all of that. Um, but I thought it it made for some real great near falls yeah. where you did bite on Double J winning this. Uh, I I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think Jeff Jarrett will win back. I think he will win this title eventually. It just makes sense. And then just replicate his run from back in the day. Give him a new roadie. I mean, he's got Jay Liesel, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know where Orange goes from this with this title. It, it seems very much a kind of open challenge style championship. I think he's done a good job with it, yeah. uh, Orange. And I think uh, I always enjoy watching his matches. And I like, I think he's got the balance perfectly of his his gimmick with actually, you know, going out there and wrestling as well. Yeah, but Jeff Jarrett is a champion, though. It would be good. Yeah. Especially on these these live tours. Did you did you see Mox fucking bled at this house show as well? House rules, The baby. guy needs to chill. Yeah. That's... no Like, nobody else saw it. Just the people here, He's man. He's facing, what, Peter Avalon or something? He's like, better bleed. <laughs> better fucking bleed. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. But you know he was going to... You, you paid to see him bleed, essentially, yeah. is what you do. But yeah, Jeff Jarrett will win a title in AEW one day. But this week wasn't his week. Uh, we then had a, a huge main event here two uh two of winnipeg's sons kenny omega and jericho going at it amongst like 20 other people um <laughs> the house of black defending the trios championships against the jas and the elite yeah uh this was pretty crazy as well what a match they gave it lots of time the crowd were eating it up finally for kenny to have a hometown show this is the biggest crowd he's ever performed mm-hmm. in front of in his hometown so you know like the emotions were pretty running wild and the same can be said for jericho they haven't been there in a while he's obviously been in aw for like the past three years so he's never done a hometown show so to finally see that like come together to finally have winnipeg singing judas like yeah it felt right in the world and i mean jericho ted front row ted sitting front row don Callis on commentary you know what else could you do kenny's gear Kenny's was gear great. was fire. Yeah. And the like, Canadian elite gear for the, the Bucks as yeah, well. Looked good. Uh, all Jets colors and stuff like that. Hey, Jericho even got his own street way named after him. Chris Jericho way, which I'm shocked he didn't have one before. Yeah. But um, I thought they teased the encounter between Jericho and Kenny really well. Yeah. Um, and like, because they, they kind of tease you with it like two or three times before they finally went to like the hockey fight yeah um which jericho got punched in the face oh yeah and he got needed that v-trigger to the face yeah it looked like it clocked him uh but then seeing them team up i think that's definitely something we're gonna have down the down the line of it maybe i mean i'm hoping for the uh like singles matches at forbidden door but having like a jericho and kenny versus okada and tanahashi (laughs) In a tag match. You're saying you want, what, you want uh, Kenny and Jericho to just one day be a tag team? Team up in Canada, taking on Okada and Tana. Right. I think, like, I'd want, this, I'd want the singles matches, but I think you could go down that route for Forbidden Door. I hope perhaps. not. Yeah, I hope Kenny singles match for sure. I hope with, you know, hopefully. Osprey. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I did love Or on seeing, TV. Yeah, that I love seeing the build. them. Like, I, I think that there is something there. Watching them take down Brody King with that yeah. superplex. I'm like, yeah, th- these could be like, can you imagine like a, you know, V trigger into the code breaker kind of thing? I think there's some fun these two could have together. I, I 
as much as Jericho's supposed to be the bad guy, like obviously he was going to get cheered and become like this like superhero for this Winnipeg show. But like the Stampede show, which is also a house show, is one of the biggest, I think, venues they've mm. been advertising. And like that, surely you would just book Jericho Omega one on one for that show. And people would absolutely, in Calgary, people would show up for I, that. I think they would do a, a five on five. I think they'll, they'll, oh, re- right. they'll recreate the yeah. Canadian Stampede. That would be a pretty sweet thing. Yeah, the, the Combat Club. With Punk leading the charge, possibly, maybe. Yeah. Right? Like, that would kind of be it. Um, yeah. I, I, I love this trios. This Sorry, what even is this? This three-way trios match? It's, yeah. Nine-man. Nine Nine-man tag. Yeah. It was it was pretty crazy. I thought everyone was, was on point. Like, the House of Black are fantastic. And um, I screamed bloody murder when I saw Jericho taking that Dante's Inferno. Bump. Oh, yeah. And... He was fine. It was the it was Kenny Omega that fucked him up after. Weird end though. Like there was like obviously House of Black were winning this. Yeah. This was their first title defense, but like the the crowd was so loud for the whole thing and it was absolute crickets yeah. at the end of the match. What did they expect? Jericho to win? Like Yeah, I don't I mean that's why you'd question why maybe book this match. Yeah. Um but uh you could have just done Elite versus JAS and pick like one of like obviously you're not pinning Kenny or you're not pinning Jericho, yeah. But you could go the other way, uh, like you could pin one of the other guys. Um, but then during this match, you had Blackpool Combat Club and the Dark Order still brawling. Uh, Silver and Reynolds getting involved, taking it to the ring, and then it looked like BCC were gonna take out Hangman Page when the Elite had it oh, back. My heart as dynamite goes off the air. Yeah, as as we're again screaming at the TV. Wait, what? Why are you cutting away? Stop it! Wait, leave the camera on. Which some people in the crowd got some footage of what happened after like the feed. But man, uh, some great stuff. Even the way they were standing in the ring, yeah. like the positions were very similar to how they have done similar angles before with these four guys. Uh, yeah, this this has all my attention again. Let's remember, right now MJF is the main character of AEW, mm. but it, really it was Hangman Page and. They they definitely it's fumbled that. It's always been his story. It's yeah. always been his story, and I blame CM Punk for kind yeah. of killing that that momentum and that wave ever since. Right, like it forced people to pick kind of sides when really you, you don't really need to. But Hangman going back with the Elite would make a lot of sense right now, so that we can get to the 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 big what blood and guts or Stadium Stampede and yeah. Then so move on. I imagine this is is going to be one of the. Either Anarchy in the Arena or Blood and Guts or both. So we've got four on one side and three on the other right now. Uh-oh. Now the question is... Quick maths. Who is going to be the fourth man in BCC? Obviously, you've got Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. I, f- I don't see them turning him heel at this point. Yeah. Uh, so I I see him remaining kind of as his character to go up against uh, ZSJ. I don't see him being a heel for that. Um, so... If it's not Brian Danielson, like, I would suggest Punk if he's coming back. That might be a leap. That might be fan booking. But I think business-wise, Punk versus the Elite. Obviously, these are the four guys he was calling out. That dumb fuck Adam Hangman fucking page. (laughs) And the EVPs, Kenny and the Bucks. Yeah. And, like, I think if you're going to try and get people to make up, you don't want Punk coming in here and be like, oh, we've got to keep you separate you can never chat with these guys i'd be like right you guys are figuring this out and you're working together right so punk being punk's tagged with mox before punk is close with claudio 
I could see, I could see him perhaps. Maybe I'm, I'm getting carried away, but I think he'd be a viable option. Yeah, like it, it's, it's weird. I, I just don't see that being the way to bring him in. I, I would imagine Punk being with FTR is somehow like the, the unit there. I just don't think everyone's gonna be like, and again, not trying to be disrespectful, but no one's gonna be like, wow, I can't wait for CM Punk t- to come back and team with Wheeler Yuta. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay, but pop teaming with okay, yeah, Yuda, but you got Mox there, you got Claudio facing against the elite. Um Like I I don't like I don't see the like I don't see them turning FTR heel, and I, I honestly believe Punk is coming back as a heel. But he's gonna be cheered, so You've got a big Long Island show coming up soon. Right. I would book him there. Like Long Island is is established within AEW as enemy enemy territory for CM Punk. Yeah. I think that the elite are 100% baby faces. You have Punk return like that, that venue, what is it? The the UBS arena or whatever is a big venue. I think that's a big place. You could bring out Punk who would be seen as a heel. I, the, the FTR Punk thing down the line as a trios, maybe I don't see it working against the elite right now necessarily. I feel like I, I don't want to compare it, but like if he were to try to push himself as just a heel, of course you're going to have your, your people split, but like Punk's been around for a lot longer than the elite and people will probably more so side with him. It's like when they'd really tried to turn Austin heel, right? It's like, well, no, he's the big star and we want to see him. So we're going to cheer for him. Yeah. Well, he's beating people up and doing mean things. Yeah. But we he's still so in that arena where they're allowed fuck CM Punk chance. This is true. You know, and I'd say he, I think he's a great baby face. I'd say he works better as a, as a, heel. look, I would and I love think this is the opportunity to come back. I, I, like for sure, people, yeah. there's going to be that pop because people are just happy that yeah. CM Punk's back. I think storytelling wise, it may, it's way better and way juicier. Hey, I agree with that. Me too. Like for me, I I think he was in the wrong. So I yeah. would, you Him know, coming back, playing up. I am the cancer of this company. Yeah, and like sort of thing. You but know, I'm the one who gets us deals with TNT, who keeps the, the yeah. money flowing. Exactly. Yeah, I would like to see that. Um, and then again, going back to poor Wheeler Yuta, but if you're booking four on four blood and guts or stadium stampede or whatever. Wheeler Yuta is getting injured and oh Danielson's coming back for the four on four. Maybe. That makes Maybe. way more sense with the, the history there. Again, sorry, Wheeler Yuta. I do love you, but if if you were to make it a, a five, like do you Oh yeah. Is Takeshta. Takeshta. I mean, hold on a second here. If we're talking about five on five, there's someone else who's not been who's not been really seen for a little while. I mean, come WrestleMania weekend he'll be seen on some streaming platforms, but Kota Ibushi is just chilling okay, right that's now. True. So let's... That that would be great. I do see with the Don Callis thing, it yeah. could be Takeshita. And that way you could, if you take out Paul Wheeler, Yuda, you could do Mox, Claudio, FTR, and Punk. Oh my God. If you wanted six to do on that. Six? Like that's fucking, you know, five on five. Five on five. Right, okay. That would be huge. But again, yeah. like it's the... Like, I don't, I think it would be a very bad idea to turn yeah. FTR we heel. Can, or you can do it, it's like, these are our characters, you as the fans decide. Yeah. Like, you can have it shades of grey. We could definitely be just, like, looking into this way ahead of ourselves, and it could just be Danielson coming back and teaming yeah. to fill in the, the group there. But they clearly are going with the story of Hangman somewhat reuniting 
with uh, hangman it's reminding me of like relationships or like movies you know like uh i'm thinking like like cliches in so many movies like saturday night fever where it's like he's got he's got this girl that loves him and says look i just want to be with you i love you and he's like nah i want to be with these people i want to be with this girl she's a bit more edgier you know fucks me around a little bit but i'm more into her even though she keeps you know giving me the, that's hangman yeah with the dark order <laughs> We just want to love you. We just want to be your friend. We help you out. Yeah, I don't really want to be your friends. But however, the elite, though, they're still my guys. That's kind of how I see this storyline. So uh, kind of going back into that, I, it definitely has my attention. Like, I'm, I'm a complete sucker for any of the elite, like, stuff like this. And specifically Hangman just standing there at the end of the show, like, had me in mm. my feels. So I hope we see somewhat of a reunion. Just one other note I wanted to make about dynamite yeah if we move on i howled when tony storm just took the mic went hi fat people <laughs> <laughs> or when Paige said twat yeah but she was fined yeah we kind of uh twat like you get away with it a lot more back home like it's, it's not it's really not, a word it's here, not though. as bad a word as uh like in the u.s the only people who say twat in north america are people not from north america right. like no one ever really calls people that so uh, yeah. I think she did it on purpose, knowing that she would be. Fine. I think I first realized it was bad. I think it's in the film Easy A, uh, where Emma Stone's character like calls someone a, a twat, yeah. as they say, and okay. got in trouble. And I was like, "What did she say, twat?" And I'm looking. Oh, she called him a twat. Okay, that's weird. Um, but yeah, Dynamite was solid. Great. I'm sure they'll return to win. It was a weird show. This it felt like really like frantic and off the wall but very enjoyable this week dynamite always feels like that yeah, for me true. watching and i know we had a few listeners who were who were there in, in winnipeg and i'm sure are excited about the the other dates in canada and stuff so uh yeah it was a it was a fun watch on wednesday always delivers for me we had a pretty fun smackdown this friday i i did get to see the whole show and um this was built built around the the owens and sammy uh reuniting in the middle of the ring cody Kicking off the show, trying to be mediator, matchmaker, Cody, um, bringing out Kevin Owens, telling him how much he respects you, him, and brings up a real life story about, hey, when I left WWE, you were the one that helped me. Basically, saying you put me on contact with the Bucks, <laughs> yeah, who helped my my independent career, and I'll be forever grateful for that. And therefore, I want to do something to you for you and reunite you with Sammy. Mm -hmm. Sammy comes out and says, like. Uh, hey, we need to take that bloodline. We need to do it together. We've both done bad things to each other. And we don't even need to be friends. Like, we just have to do this. And Kevin's saying, well, why would I team with someone who's who doesn't consider me a friend? And then there's a bit before Kevin drives off where Sammy just says, hey, we've done, gone through shit, but I love you. Mm -hmm. And and then that leads to the end of the night where Sammy's kind of telling Jey Uso, you've been held hostage by... Roman and uh, he's been using you and you can be free from this. Jay beats him up. Jimmy beats him up. Kevin comes out for the save. And finally, they embrace. This crowd erupts and I have a tear in my eye. Yeah, I've watched the, the hug quite a few times. Just yeah. so, so good. Uh, love when Kevin drove off in a green car. Happy St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Was he nice was thinking. Car. Oh, did you see MJF's car? No. He got a new car for his birthday. Okay. That was uh, very sexy. Uh, so Kevin drives off in the car, and you knew right away, like, you're coming back. Mm. You're coming back. And as soon as the beatdown, I'm like, no, he has to. His classic 
like wrestling. And I loved it. I still think this is a bigger, bigger match than after watching whatever Charlotte and Rhea yeah. Ripley is doing. If that's the talk right now that that's supposed to be main event night one, that is absolutely wrong. I agree. Um, 100%. This, this should absolutely main event night one. Last week I was like, Oh, is this have the fired? Like after watching everything else, it's like, well, it like obviously Cody Roman, the big main event of night two, but like, what is the this, other this big is, one? This is the, the, the best story. It's been going on a long time. It's giving, it's giving Sammy. That much, and you know what, and the Usos, that that much earned main yeah. event slot. I, I think this absolutely should main event. I don't think it is though. I don't think it is. I think they're going uh, Rhea and Charlotte, and maybe it's because oh well, we main event with the men's one night, we should main event with women's. I'd main event with whatever's the hottest match, yeah. and and it's absolutely this. Um, the crowd's super hot. I I like again. You knew leading into this is exactly where the story was gonna go they mm. well i don't want to be your friend well i don't want to be your friend either guess what you're gonna be friends by the end of it it's like i that's love the- how it took like sammy just like being like look i love you like brother like yeah, the- and, like, it was that like that hasn't been said the whole time and that's where kevin's like oh, okay. i think it was like yeah look we we can beat them together if we team up together that's how we beat them but even if we don't like I just want to know, like we were, all, we're always together, and yeah. that's kind of what made him go, like, no, nah, I am your brother, like, yeah. And, uh, and I think they've woke, uh, we've Cody in really effectively. I love him, like watching the TV, watching TV like oh, yeah. oh, the memes, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think they've they've weaved him in really well, and they've handled the whole thing really well because I think Cody was at risk potentially of being booed and yeah. the crowd turning against him because they're so into this Sammy story. I think they've they've done a pretty masterful job of. Serving both, but this should fucking main event, though. Was Cody watching on a pirate feed <laughs> backstage? <laughs> Watch wrestling backstage. Uh, yeah, backlash is in Puerto Rico, yeah. right? Clearly, that's the six man. Six man. Yeah, absolutely. Ro- I still think Roman's beating Cody Rhodes as 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 much as I want Cody to finish the all story. the power, all the all the glory. glory. Yeah, yeah, let's do just do that. Uh, yeah, I I I love. Uh, Owens and Sammy hugging. Those two are good at the little things as well. It definitely reminds me of some of like the elite storytelling with the, the the friends and are they friends and stuff. I'll I'll continue being the devil's advocate. Still wish they did the hug in Montreal. <laughs> I I after seeing this and seeing it play out, I think they they told a more compelling story it's, for it's me. It's stretching it out. They have it's, a lot of time to they, fill, right? they've they've kept it interesting on TV. At yeah. least for me, they have. Yeah. And as, as nice as, and as much as we want to see that hug in Montreal, yeah. maybe parts of the story needed to happen earlier. Yeah. And then it's, well, where do we go for the next six weeks? I totally get why. Cause it's like, they and had a lot of TV to fill. I assume Rhea beat Charlotte, but it's kind of all a bit backwards with her being the heel in this. And that just doesn't feel as big a feel good moment at the end of night one as Sammy and Kevin holding gold, Embracing You're... confetti, the lot. Yeah, you, and the I feel like first like stone of this Roman Empire has crumbled. Yeah, Char- Charlotte. I, I, I'm a Charlotte fan, but it's definitely not like I. I just don't understand. I watched the the promo she cut. I'm like, sorry, are you trying to be the babyface? Yeah, it's... when Rhea is one of the most popular characters going right now, just because Rhea is like heel in the Dom thing doesn't mean she needs to be. It, it's basically the Jamie Hater. She's going to get the Jamie Hayter yeah. effect by the end of her winning. Absolutely. It's just going to be cheering for her because we don't care about Charlotte right now. Yeah. Like, 
yeah, she's getting better reactions than I thought she would as a baby face. It just, it, it all seem, seems very bad. The match is going to be awesome. The match will be great. I think they had probably the best in ring match during that empty arena, uh, WrestleMania. But, but, uh, Rhea is like becoming one of their bigger stars. You always see she's the one people are talking about online, memes and, and everything. And like. maybe that's part of it, why they want to main event because they see she's so young as well still okay. they see her as the future and is that more of a an investment having her close a wrestlemania with the title and this is our star more so than a feel-good moment with kevin and sammy i i don't i'd go with the kevin and sammy thing yeah. but i could maybe understand their arguments from it i don't understand putting charlotte in the main event so uh also a bit of news came out this week uh with bray wyatt a few conflicting reports he'd been missing some house shows uh rumors started round that he's walked due to creative differences uh fightful put out a report saying that that doesn't seem to be true and he's dealing with a, a physical issue um which i found the wording interesting they didn't necessarily state an injury but a physical issue uh which seems to at this point have taken him out of wrestlemania there were no bray vignettes or anything at all this week uh bobby lashley then putting out a tweet saying basically i don't care who i'm facing um i Hmm. want someone at wrestlemania so this whole bray wyatt like you could make a documentary on his entire wwe career because it's it's been all over the place yeah uh since his return i just really think they dropped the ball whatever we'll we'll figure out who was the ball dropper when mm. it comes down to it at the end of the day but right now i, I just don't care yeah. uh, i don't want to see him wrestle i uh the storylines have been really silly the uncle howdy thing now is what after all this these you poor you poor people watching this for weeks on weeks thinking it was going somewhere and it doesn't, it doesn't. imagine it never goes anywhere i i kind of Maybe I feel, I was going to say I feel bad for Bobby Lashley. Maybe I don't. Maybe yeah. this is better for him. I mean, if he uh, if he gets put up against Uncle Howdy as the match, that sounds terrible. I think the most logical thing would just be put Bobby in the Brock and Omos match. <sighs> like, they're all kind of tied together. Yeah. Um, but whether Brock would sign off on that, because he wants the single again match. we don't we don't know maybe you know maybe something happened with bray maybe he was pissed off maybe someone said something to him maybe something happened like we don't know at this point it could time. just be an injury but from what yeah. he's he's wrestled one match on tv pay-per-view he's wrestled quite then, a few dark matches but it's putting la night for yeah, the table in a glow like, we, stick match i saw that match with yeah. jesse like i've seen that that yeah. dark match he ain't taking any offense he ain't taking any bumps yeah like how did he get injured? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. Um, who? Okay, who would you put Bobby against at this point? It, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't know who there is though. Like, unless you insert, unless his uncle Howdy, or you insert him in. Yeah. Like, add him in the yeah Brock match. I don't. I don't know. Like the Brock match is already the smoke break washroom break match mm. like for me so I, I like lashley i think he's he's done a lot in the last couple of years to like raise his stock with me yeah um and i i think it's kind of shitty that he got put in this this brave feud which by the sounds of it a, a few people with who maybe politic a bit better were like nope yeah not doing that yeah um yeah uh well shall we talk maybe a bit about the rest of the wrestlemania card as it seems to be coming together now yeah gunther Yep. Triple threat. Triple threat. Yeah, that could be crazy, man. 
that should be really good. I think uh, I'm so happy with this Gunther run that we're getting, you know, proper Walter yeah, on main roster. Yeah, yeah. He's got a huge, like, WrestleMania match. Like, who'd have thought it just a few years ago watching him doing these, uh, stealing, like, WrestleMania weekends on Indie the indies shows. and but being like, ah, oh, you know... He'll go to WWE and they'll put him in Lederhosen and he'll be a he'll dance and stuff. They'll make him job to Roman, yeah, real quick, which they did, right? Uh, I I see this guy being a bigger deal in WWE by next year, by you know, he's this especially year. with ending that Rumble with him and Cody. Yeah. If Cody does win this title, him and Gunther for the title. They've been Triple H big. knows what he's got with with Gunther and hopefully keeps this going. And he could lose at Mania. That's a good way of not having him get, being pinned, right? It's yeah. like the triple threat kind of thing and giving Shamey that big win. Give it Sheamus, Sheamus beat pins Drew, yeah. maybe, yeah. Something like that. Uh but Imperium are great too. Right now I I see that go, them going forward is a big pretty big deal in in wrestling, but this triple threat match sounds awesome. Just uh any iteration of these three fighting, like we've seen it, whether it's the indies before yep. in WWE, NXT, whatever. Like, I can't wait. This one sounds good. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm very. Ex- I. I think I'd have preferred a singles, but I think. I think these three will. Yeah. Usually, you're like, uh, I just want to see the singles, but you're like, okay, well, we've seen some singles, and now this, this let's is see. one where I feel like all three deserve to be in the match. Yeah. So okay, make it triple threat. Something tells me this one will be what a hot opener, maybe. Yeah, you could open one of yeah. them with that. And I, I think um, it was announced that maybe on, on Raw or something, uh, Marcel Bartel is taking on Cody, right? Which, Friday. Friday? Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. Um, we've kind of mentioned how we, we're not too thrilled about Charlotte v. Rhea. I think a match with an even worse build, but I think we'll absolutely slap when it comes to the match is oscar bianca belair yeah the 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 build is is whatever the uh, build is oscar dribbles blue right she's like that's that been it she stands in the joker. ring and dribbles some blue liquid and it that's basically been the build her mouthwash just dripping out of her mouth yeah uh the match is gonna be crazy the match is gonna so. be great is but. bianca beating oscar because that's three wrestlemanias in a row of just beating like legendary like women's so she- champions is she undefeated at Mania at this point? Apart, I mean, apart from like when she was in NXT and did the Battle Royal, but like in singles matches. I mean, this the past two years, she's main evented and won. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd I'd keep her on Bianca and and build to something bigger for for SummerSlam. I'm kind of hyped Bianca for this Charlotte match. for SummerSlam. I think as soon as the entrances start, like checking out the story what, what line-wise, this match This This crazy. is one you just, you don't need to yeah. watch any of the story. Exactly, yeah. It, it's really been pretty weak. I love both Asuka and Bianca, so I, I, I this could be a main event, really. But yeah. Bianca's main evented twice already. Uh, Edge versus Finn Balor's been booked and it's been confirmed it's going to be a Hell in a Cell match. This is pretty crazy. I think that, that sounds great. Yeah, I mean, we were there was rumors of this being at like a few months back, but For now just Royal Rumble. Yeah, this is, planned. this is pretty sweet. When was the last time we got a Wrestle uh, WrestleMania Hell in a Cell? Was it Shane? Shane and Taker, and Taker yeah, thirty two. So yeah, and this kind of coincides with reports of Triple H like doing away with the Hell in a Cell pay per view and wants yeah. to keep it for special matches. I'd say this is a feud that kind of warrants it. They've been this going could be a main for a long time. Um, they caved in edges wife's head yeah he's with the chair so i think that's enough to justify hell in a cell and finn teasing the demon as well so i think it's going to be demon finn 
versus Edge. Oh, well, then Edge has no chance then. Yeah, I know. Although the demon has been beaten, so yep. really, what does it matter? Uh, this this sounds uh, this sounds cool. I'm I'm looking forward to this. I their I quit match was a little ridiculous, but I did enjoy it. Um, I think this could be, and Ed really proved himself in that Seth Hell in a Cell. Where the hell is Alter Bridge not announced? No, like come they on, need to. now is the time. time. Now do it now, Alter Bridge. Like, what's the deal? Uh, we've got Austin Theory taking on John Cena for the U.S. title. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm not, I'm not too big into Theory. Uh, right, I, he was fine when we watched him in Evolve in NXT. Uh, I don't know something about him right now. I'm just not too invested. Uh, selfishly, as a fan of Cena, I get why they're doing this match, mm-hmm. but there's a few other people I would have probably slotted in. I mean, if you instead. went Sammy and Roman, you'd have gone Cody Cena. I, I think would have been <laughs> the match. Oh my god! Um, could the world? Could could America? handle such a match hopefully hopefully this can elevate austin theory yeah and i don't see cena winning this no because uh, i don't think he'll be doing much dates after so yeah uh we'll see i i hope this is one where i i do like austin theory i'm i'm in the the rare camp i don't yeah. think he's there yet but i completely see why they are yeah trying to go with this guy i get you know young randy orton vibes from him and i've been saying that since evolve yeah. so we'll see with this one um what else and then the trish trish leader and becky versus damage control that's cool I, i'm sorry i get to see io shirai tangle up with trish and lita like yeah the that's ex- yeah that's ex- i'm totally into that match you know i'm eo's one of eo's biggest fans and she's getting on wrestlemania so i can't really complain they've announced uh there's going to be uh two meaningless uh, fatal four-way tag matches uh, called uh, WrestleMania Showcase matches. I don't know if this is instead of the Battle Royal. Battle Royal. Uh, last year, I think they did like a WrestleMania SmackDown and did the Battle Royal on there. Um, I could see them maybe doing that and keeping the Battle Royal off the card. Uh, I I don't think there's much to say about these. They no. Mean Do they even have te- tag teams in WWE other than Usos? I mean, I mean, this is going to be a way to get Street Profits on the card, oh, yeah, I guess. Um uh, I imagine Ludwig and uh, and Fabian. Yeah. Um, Fabio. Yeah. Uh, Amer- uh, American Alpha. Sorry, Alpha Academy. Right. Uh, I mean, it, it could be a fun match, but it ultimately doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But yeah, uh, WrestleMania is looking pretty good. Yeah. Like, like two, we- two nights spread across. Oh, don't forget Seth versus Logan Paul. Oh, yeah. Sponsored by Prime, I'm sure, in somehow, some way. He'll definitely come out with the Prime drink, which I've that, tried. That's not on the Wikipedia yet, but that's weird. But yeah, that has been announced. I they, think that would be great. They said, uh, Wikipedia says that's announced for night one. Oh, okay. So maybe, uh, it, I don't see that main eventing at all, but that is no. the one night one match. That would be a good sort of middle of the show, yeah. like inject some energy into it. I, I think that's going to be really good. Wasn't it with you that we tried a Prime? I've not tried a prime. No. I tr- someone someone had one, and I can't remember. Was it Tom? Someone was like, "Hey, try this." So I tried it, and it tastes like a blue one of those those freezies with the three colors. Oh, it like tastes just like white it. freezy. Kind of yeah, thing. well, I could understand, but every time, like, if I ever go for an energy drink, if I like know I need it, like I buy a Red Bull or a Monster, but it's this is like double the price everywhere. Would it be more like a Monster or more like a Gatorade? There's two types. Okay. There's like a energy one and then there's like a sports. like sports drink okay. one. So, hmm. uh, yeah. But everywhere you go, it's like if you're, if you're Red Bull or Monster or whatever is like two or three dollars, this prime is like six or ten yeah. in some places. I'm like, what the hell? Crazy. 
I mean, good marketing. Yeah, good like, for them. To them. They've definitely got the kids. No, I mean, while shit. on the yeah. subject, I don't really give a shit about the, the Paul brothers, mm-hmm. really. But the marketing for this, some, they had a picture with Logan Paul and KSI, like, posing. And someone photoshopped it and made it look like the one guy is a lot shorter, drinking near the guy, the other guy's crotch. Right. They then took that and put that as marketing. And everyone online was like, look at these idiots. Someone, like, thing. I'm like, they just... Yeah, they just got you. Like every, I saw it being posted everywhere, yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh, what is this thing?" No, so, they're definitely doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then a bit in the news today, uh, this week, uh, John Cena was asked about um, like the Vince McMahon allegations and him being back in the company, and Cena basically saying, uh, "Hey, like um, he made mistakes. Uh, we've all made mistakes, but I." still love him like he's someone who's done a lot for me and i i love the guy yeah this seemed to be like stirring up some what controversy this week i guess it was slow news week or something like that i i feel like people from what i just i've seen when i saw this was trending this week and went on twitter and saw people like oh how could you cena what's wrong with you how could like like what, what did you what do you expect this guy to come out and say, no, screw Vince McMahon. And like, yeah, in a perfect world, we all are on the same page, how we feel about Vince McMahon. But like, yeah, I, I, I've seen a lot of criticism for it. I kind of say, um, if something were to come out with you, for instance, um, like I'm not going to publicly condemn you. Like I can condemn the actions, which Cena kind of did, but it's, like I still love you. Like it's, right, yeah. it's a hard. It, I, I get it. Maybe I mean we're not in the position of John Cena. Like I think he could have been a bit more um, Absol- diplomatic, yeah. and tactful with his comments because you know it's going to stir up something. But also, I don't blame him for not wanting to publicly condemn someone who made him, who's a father figure to him. Um, yeah. So I. I don't see it as big a... I think this will blow over as well. Absolutely. Like it's blown over with Vince. It will absolutely blow over with Cena. Yeah, it's like, why are we all of a sudden getting angry at this guy? Let's yeah. not be angry at him. Let's remind ourselves that it, we should be angry at Vince. And power to this journalist. Like, more people need to be at like this, at these press scrums and things. Yeah. Stop asking, how did it feel when you made your entrance? Like, like these are the kind of questions you should be asking. And, like, power to the journalist for asking. Also, like Danielson said very similar yeah. comments like what, a month ago, yeah. and I didn't see that anywhere. Yeah. So it's just kind of selective outrage, as Chris Rock yeah, says. Yeah, I, I mean, Danielson is very much someone who, um, I mean, he's had it as part of his promos. Like, he like sees flaws in people and accepts them for who they are. Like, his his relationship with his dad is was very much that, mm-hmm. with his battle with... Uh, being an alcoholic and with really William Regal during that story. So I, I don't blame these guys for saying what they said. Again, don't be like, why are we getting upset at these? Like Vince, you know, as a fan, someone who's watched Vince McMahon for a long time and these reading these stories and hearing these things like myself, my views are like, man, this guy did a lot of shady shit and I'm kind of happy. He's maybe not involved in wrestling, which we never really know these days, but like, I'm not mad at Cena for being like, well, I mean, this guy made me. Like, I'm not going to just shit on him all of a sudden. We did throw on uh, Ariel Hawani's interview with The Undertaker the other day. Which was which great. I thought was pretty interesting. Which was and there awesome. were some interesting, like, sound bites in yeah. that. 
And Taker was pretty much the same. Like, he almost, like, laughed off the whole thing. Yeah. He was like, Vince weren't going anywhere. Yeah, like... Like, always... I told him, it's like, okay, you're retiring on a tweet? Nah. <laughs> like, you're coming back. Yeah. And Vince was like, no, no, I think it is. It, it, it's it. He's like, no, no, you're coming back. Yeah, it's all it's all really weird. People love to go after, well, how could you defend... It's like, yo, be angry at this person. Or, like, just... People just like to bicker I would say, like, you haven't them. seen... Um, like Harvey Weinstein made a lot of people as well. Yeah. You know, dude, I think- and you haven't seen people go, Oh, well, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without Harvey Weinstein. Like, uh, he made some mistakes, but I love that guy. So I do think it's the more I think about it, it's like, yeah, Cena probably should have been better prepared for the question and came up with a more like fan pleasing answer. But as I said, I don't blame someone for not, like unconditional love's a thing, you it's, know. Yeah, I think to Seth Rogen, uh, the past few years he hasn't really talked about James Franco, yeah. and they don't work together, and he basically does not talk about James Franco, which makes me go, "Come on, you're in like millions of movies together, you're clearly friends, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got to distance myself because it could affect like how people view him." And I, it's it's a whole. Thing. But to, to to dogpile on John Cena is kind of strange. Did he say the right things? Maybe he didn't, but come on. I mean, there, there's always stuff like, look, you know, I'm, I'm here to promote WrestleMania. I'm not yeah. here to talk about that. Or and I totally... Like a no yeah. comment or something. But yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he decided to answer. Yeah. Um, the Bella Twins... Who? ...have departed WWE and will, moving forward will be going by the Garcia Twins... Uh, they have stated they will not be going to AEW. They were there to just, uh, you know, watch Brian in his main event. Right. Um, but I know you're huge uh, Bella fans. Uh, and I think the writing was on the wall after that Raw, uh, was it Raw 30 or whatever it was they did, where they were backstage and then they weren't used and they were kind of put out some videos being like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. And flown to this thing and... Yeah, I, I'm I'm funny with the Bella Twins. I I got the, the little devil on my shoulder and the little angel on my shoulder. The, the positives and the negatives. The, the the positives you cannot take away like what the Bellas did with Total Divas and bringing in and getting a lot of new eyes and ears to the product, following Total Divas and the Bellas and stuff like that. Like that helped bring them in, mm-hmm. and they are a name and and all that stuff. But when it comes to the wrestling, I could give. No fucks to see them in a ring, to ever watch them wrestle, to really care about their thoughts on, oh, we weren't booked on Raw 30. Okay, what's the best moment on Raw? You were not in the womb or whatever the womb thing, mm. which was pretty funny. I think they are worth something. And like to, to AEW, them saying, oh, we're not going to AEW. Well, okay, well, what's the name change? Why would you like leave? Are you just doing this to go on more TV shows? Which they do as, as well, but... I don't care to see them wrestling, but I do think they still have a role in the world of wrestling. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Nikki was the better in ring of the two, but her her neck is pretty messed up where right. she's pretty much she is retired in ring. Yeah. So I don't see there's value of them as in ring competitors. But you're right, they do bring some you're doing this uh this all access show. Yeah. Like the Bellas would bring eyes to that. And I'd say I'd say the Bellas would be more beneficial in some aspects to an AEW than a Ty Valkyrie, than an Athena, who are yeah. way better wrestlers. Yeah. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are people going, 
wow, Ember Moon is now in AEW. I've got to watch that show. Yeah, exactly. No, but we we saw there's proof of that Total Diva show. We've talked to girls who know nothing about wrestling who know the Bella Twins. Yeah. Oh, I, I quite like that Total Bella show. I quite like that Total Divas, Nikki and Brie. There, there is value there to them. I, I see it maybe being, hey, this is a way we can do our other projects. We can, uh, what are they doing? Bar, bar Wars? What was the thing yeah, Nikki but that, was doing? That's still attached to WWE names. Ex- well, that's yeah. what I mean. We can do all this stuff and we don't need to give anything away to WWE. We, yeah. we now are stand as our own independently as the Garcias and we don't have to give WWE a cut of any of this. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I really don't care for the Bella twins as much like wrestling wise. Like I just, that's not something for me, but you're totally right. Like if they go, Hey, Athena's wrestling on dynamite this week, we better. It's like, well, the Bellas do have this like bigger net. of She's outside. not bringing anyone. Yeah. Like the, the net outside of wrestling is something that does work. And again, if they can figure out a way of, or, or a role in some way, shape or form, which I'm sure also would make a lot of fans groan as well. But like when it comes to just like ha- them promoting something, they say they're not going to AEW. So that just means where they're going to go back more acting. They're going to go to new Japan. <laughs> they're going to have those dream matches yeah. <laughs> in stardom. You know what I mean? Really? They're the Garcia twins. We need the house of black better watch their back because the Garcia twins teaming with Daniel Garcia. Oh, Oh, house of Garcia. Trios? Yeah. Book it. Love it. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. So like, I, I definitely see two sides of the coin there of like the Bellas could bring some things there, but I, genuinely do not want to watch them wrestle uh and then on to like uh more difficult stuff to talk about uh davy richards being in the news quite a bit over the last couple of days uh we suddenly saw all these like independent wrestling companies uh cutting ties with him uh pulling him away uh he did wrestle the ott show on friday because that was like just mere hours after all this was coming out and that was the the show where uh, Mox was originally pulled from and then Eddie Kingston. Oh. Um, so Davy Richards did fulfill that date. I believe didn't wrestle on the Saturday. They pulled him, pulled him from the Saturday show. Uh, but then coming out that there are, um, domestic abuse allegations against him as well as like, um, like bullying within the training, his training camp. And since he's come out and, um, denied the allegations, but has said for the betterment of the sport, I am, uh, going to announce my retirement as I don't want this to put a black mark on pro wrestling. Yeah, kind of a weird thing. I'm not guilty, but I'm going away. It's like, okay, all right. Uh, but yeah. Well, I, I think, like, yeah, I mean, it, that's any company that is booking him during this time are going to get a lot of criticism and stuff. Sure. So from a PR point of view, I think that was probably the right move, what he did. Um, obviously, these are allegations. Nothing is is proven or whatever but yeah this this isn't what you want to really be reading like i feel like out thing happened a few yeah. years ago which was a, like a huge black mark in, in especially wrestling. ott exactly right like i i know this story was everywhere before that match and i think a lot of people kind of giving them criticism like hey you you could have stopped that match from happening but to them they're like yo we're we're fucked right now. They're in a lose-lose situation when yeah. it comes to that kind of thing. And I think maybe that was the right thing, like pulling him after that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very... Uh, There's... The, I, I 
feel like we haven't seen him in wrestling for the quite a little while. I know he's popped he up. He retired here and for a bit, yeah, didn't he? and then he's got like a full time job yeah. as well. And but he's been like the last year really been coming back. Yeah, uh, we recently were talking about. Him. We just did a review of NXT 200, which mm. the only his only WWE NXT appearance really with him and Eddie Edwards or whatever names they went with. So we were just recently discussing him. But I I was a fan. But you know what? Uh, going to indie shows for you know the better. 10 years plus a lot of fans kind of would say oh this guy's a dick right so you know take i'm not saying that's you know here that's just hearsay of oh this guy's an asshole but like years removed everyone seems to be on the same page of okay he's at least going away yeah so i mean i is that a good thing i guess so yeah i guess so right instead of just denying things and kind of twisting the knife if yeah. you will of like certain things of certain other people i do. wonder with him just like flat out stepping away um whether we'll really hear much of this story beyond this yeah. anymore because whereas we've seen the likes of you know elgin and joey ryan who are trying everything they can do to stay in the business and relevant or whatever despite yeah. like so many accusations against them i saw someone i can on- see this i can see us not really hearing about this story yeah anymore. I saw someone on Twitter saying Joey Ryan's been doing like extra acting work in like a bunch of movies and Hulu shows and like people might not be might not know who've been hiring him yeah. and stuff like that, which uh, is is also interesting. But yeah, um, again, I don't think this guy was doing really much. He was doing Davy Richards doing indie stuff. Yeah. And um, I think that's it for him. Yeah. And then finally, uh there was an interview with Mercedes Monet recently. Monet. It, it came out on The Observer that she doesn't have any other New Japan slash stardom dates booked beyond the uh, match with Mayu Iwatani on April 23rd. Um, also saying that she has not and will not uh, say anything about her departure from WWE, which those kind of comments leave me to think I am very much keeping that door open and maybe I'm scratching a bit of that Japan itch before yeah. I eventually go back. Uh, but kind of adding some fuel to the fire when she said, oh, sorry, when is Forbidden Door? Yeah. Um, so yeah, what is the the future of Mercedes Monet? She's going home. Yeah. She's going back to the Fed. She had a great excursion. <laughs> She's going home. <laughs> it's. I, I think it's a shame she hasn't got more matches under a belt with japan like julia is definitely yeah. the match i wanted to see yeah uh the mayu match is going to be great the Kairi match was great um but it's a shame she didn't maybe have a a few more um oh she's she's facing uh azumi as well yeah sakura genesis which which should be really good um it's that it's the Suri match I would have wanted and the Julia match I would have wanted. I kind of hope there is some more matches. I know she's saying, oh, these dates are done, but like, well, money can be. Yeah. <laughs> she could do, um, and, and maybe, maybe she wouldn't want to appear on an AEW show because she doesn't want that to like jeopardize her chances with WWE potentially. Um, but she's kind of teasing that. Oh, what date is Forbidden Door? Right. That's June. You could go back, you know, SummerSlam, at make your WWE, yeah, like for sure resurgence. Yeah, why not? I think I think she's realizing, hey, I if they do me properly in WWE, then I could be the biggest thing going there. Which I do see her eventually returning. But uh, I would love 
to see her versus Britt Baker at Forbidden Door. I think Britt would be the match. I I booked that maybe more so than the Jamie match. Yeah. I think both have similar kind of characters. I think Britt could lose, that's why. And Jamie right now shouldn't. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah. Money. Uh, well, that's it. Uh, there was an announcement what, uh, Friday about uh, the dream match, Kenny versus Elio Del Van King. Oh, man. Which is taking place on Wednesday, which is fucking nutty finally getting this match yeah on free tv there was rumors that you know they brought in commander for that ladder match that he they were trying to get vikingo for the ladder match but it wouldn't make sense to bring in like triple a's champion to just lose in a multi-man mm. match so they brought in commander and now they now the streets are saying wwe saw commander and went hey you're not signed what's going yeah. on how are you because all these uh, outlets i think sports illustrated even put out a thing on commander so we're seeing him in a few weeks at demand lucha oh yeah versus gringo loco which we are super thrilled about but yeah vikingo announced kenny omega versus vikingo the match we were supposed to get i'm loving the the inter- non-title right yeah, yeah non-title uh the discourse everywhere so is- kenny's winning <laughs> <laughs> yeah the discourse everywhere is oh what's the storyline of this this match i'm like if you don't know who this person is, like, wouldn't you just be like, okay, cool. Let's you will this. by Wednesday. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, why – when WWE used to do stuff like this when they were hot, you know, and they bring in some random talent that you'd be like, well, sorry, who's this guy they're bringing in? And then you watch the match. You're like, oh, that was – I understand why they like, brought in. Well, for example. Who, uh, who's this Rob Van Dam? Sorry, why does he need to face Jeff Hardy? Uh, oh, okay. Let's just watch it. I mean that – I'd say that is – Different because that is part of the that was part of the invasion angle yeah. and stuff. I don't know if WWE have really. I wouldn't say they've really done this late in the last like, ever fifteen years. Yeah, when, no. when have they done? No, no, no. like no. back in the day, they would bring in talent that weren't signed, right? Yeah. Like I'm talking a long, long time ago, they would not do this now. Um, obviously, we know who, we watch a lot of stuff. We love Vikingo. We check mm-hmm. out a lot of his AAA stuff. We check out a lot of his indie stuff. As of late, he's been killing it with certain GCW matches and and so forth. But he is a talent like to watch. And yeah, as being the kind of you know wrestling nerds that we are, the second they announced this, me and you were like, oh shit! But there's must be people who don't I know hope, about it. I hope they give this the time that the main event got this week. The, the main yeah. event this week went 20 minutes yeah. plus your entrances and stuff. I do the same this week, have it as the main event, have it have a lot of time. Um, and then it's how you, how you capitalize. Cause I'd say, for example, you saying about just bringing in people and like the idea is, okay, there's not really a build, but you'll know who these guys are after. Yeah. They did a great job with that bandido Jericho match. I'd say they have absolutely failed on capitalizing on bandido right. after that match. But you can, like, you can certainly grab attention. I, I'm not saying this is going to be a ratings draw. Yeah. But I think people who watch this match will absolutely know who this guy is. Exactly, after. yeah. Is this going to get a lot of new, you know, break a mill just because it's this guy? No, it's not. But once you watch it, I, you know, you're, you're rest assured you're going to see a lot of people who've never seen this guy be like, oh my God, what was that? And is this Kenny's first TV singles match since, For, like, since his injury? This is his first singles match in so long. I think he had one on Dark, did he not? But like actual TV singles, this is his first in since last year, since Hangman. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this match. So Wednesday's Happy Vikingo versus Kenny Day because it'll definitely be a pretty sweet match to check out, and we'll be definitely chatting about it in the next little while. All right. Yeah. Anything else? Trying to think, uh, the giant panda return to wrestling. That's another dream match. I hope we see the giant panda show up at Forbidden Door. Um, okay. trying to think what else, uh, 
Just Five Guys Burgers. Oh, yeah. Sonata. Sonata's joining them. Yeah. He works at Five Guys now. Absolutely. Great fries. I hear everyone saying change the name. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Just Five Guys. Just Five Guys. Having a good time. Yeah. Having a good time. Yeah. Um, I like Five Guys. It's like almost bottomless bag fries. Yeah. Everyone loves bag fries. I love bag fries. So I'm, right. I'm supporting Five Guys. I'm trying to think of anything else that was going on. Yeah. New Japan did that uh, show. WrestleMania season's kind of... In full gear, AEW's kicking around. That that Canada tour has definitely got our attention being in the north here. So we're super excited about that. Um, I saw a tweet from, you know, Michael Buffer, oh, famous yeah. ring announcer. Of course. He tweeted yesterday at 3.29 p.m. After so many fans mentioned 2001 WrestleMania 17 as the best ever, I decided and watched it last night, and maybe they're right. It was unbelievable. <laughs> the Rock versus Stone Cold and Undertaker versus Triple H was as great as it gets. Everything else was gravy and awesome. Hashtag let's get ready to rumble. He finally watched WrestleMania Finally got 17. around to it. He's like, huh. It's like us when we like, we'll finally watch Godfather Part 2 one day. We're like, yeah. I finally no, watched Shawshank. Pretty good. And I was like, oh, it's pretty good. Like when I finally get you to watch Encino Man one day. Yeah, I, like I, I only first heard about that <laughs> film like six months ago, and now I seem to hear about it every day. It's, it's very bizarre how the world works. Uh, uh, la- another note, we were, we were discussing that Ariel Undertaker yeah. interview, and Ariel asked him about the streak, and he was like, oh, Vince wanted a few different people, uh, and he mentioned Edge turned it down. Mm. Uh, he also mentioned that Vince wanted Vladimir Kozlov yeah. to break the streak. And what are the odds that... Vladimir Kozlov returned to wrestling this week really? on Impact wow. Wrestling with Santino Morella. So, wow, we saved, we'll, saved the biggest news to the end. Well, maybe we really <laughs> will get Vladimir versus Undertaker one he, more time. Was it, he's the guy that was doing commentary for a while, wasn't he? Like terrible commentary. Really, I, don't I think remember. so. He was on. I think it's him. Yeah, yeah. Um, was on Talk and Shop and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Well, uh, that was everything going on. Those are our thoughts on everything. We will be back Tuesday night on the post wrestling feed for a new up next. Be sure to tune in for that. We'll be going live after NXT on the post wrestling YouTube, and then the audio on the post wrestling podcast feed. We'll also be giving our thoughts on NXT, but um, we'll also chat about our GCW experience yeah. later today and. Follow this feed because we might have some interviews in the near future, including Gringo Loco. Uh, we've definitely discussed how we're big fans of him and we go to Demand Lucha in the city. Well, he's here for GCW, so we're hoping to get some, some chat in with him. But yeah, hit that subscribe on this podcast feed, like all that stuff. It goes a very, very long way. And uh, we're excited going into WrestleMania season. We got our watch parties in the city. We got Forbidden Door being announced. Toronto's going to have everything. We're going to be partying it up with you guys. And uh, we can't say thanks enough for supporting and following us along. Absolutely. So, so yeah, we're going to go to GCW. We're going to be on our worst behavior. Follow us at PoisonRanaPod, Twitter, Instagram, PoisonRana.ca for the landing page for all the links of everything we do. I think that's it. That is all. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. And be safe. Ahoy! Mazel tov.